If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I, I got, got 99 problems, problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol on the cat patrol. Foes that want to make sure my cast is closed. Rap critics say money cash holes. I'm from the hood, stupid. What type of Ooh, Welcome into the Dream Team Fantasy Podcast. This song is dedicated to Manu from Chris. Uh, oh. uh, yeah, and I'll just leave it at that. The helm. So, you know, it is what it is, but... Uh, Manu asked for it. He did. He asked for it. Uh, Manu, our guest last week, came in talking a big game about his picks and how he was going to beat Chris, and he did neither of those things. But anyways, I am your host, Derek Escabel. So how many never leagues do are you doing shit, well in shit, this year? Majority. That's good. Majority. I don't know. I lost count. So well, I'll take a look after this. But then coming off of a big Philadelphia Eagles win over the hapless Broncos, <laughs> Joshua Fleener. That was with a beautiful, beautiful attempt to tackle. Don't you say that. <laughs> Don't you say that. Teddy wanted to fly like an eagle. No, he didn't. To the sea. No. <laughs> he wanted to hide. Okay. I'm... Damn you, Teddy. Damn you. Yeah. It was a 13-20 game at that point. He yeah, no, that was... He didn't even make a, an attempt. Uh, I have a, a super flex league and he's my second quarterback, and I cut him just because I was like, I don't, I don't want to start him anymore. Oh, I don't want no scrubs. No, no more of that. Uh-uh. I could see you cutting him, though, too. Yeah. Um, so, as always, though, last week, um, you know, we recorded on Tuesdays so we can get it out Tuesday nights for, like, waivers and all that. But, of course, all the news happens, you know, between – Wednesday and Sunday, yeah. so uh, we'll go ahead and recap some of that. As you guys might have noticed last night, Odell Beckham Jr. is now part of the L.A. Rams. Uh, that broke, I think, Wednesday. Wednesday is when he signed, yeah. <coughs> there was Wednesday re- evening. There was reports that he were like, oh, he's going to take a whole week to make his decision, and then the next day it was like, oh, he's a Ram. Um, so... I was hoping for him to become a Green Bay Packer, actually. I was not. Why? You think that would have meant... Uh, I think Devontae Adams still would have gotten his his work, but uh, I think that's too dysfunctional. So, I, no, no, thank you. Um, but everyone was, you know, what's going to happen? There's too many weapons there. And then Saturday, the news broke that Robert Woods is done for the year, torn ACL. They said it was at practice, but Slow. that's a little iffy, a little makes you wonder. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, so Robert Woods is done, unfortunately. Same day, they broke the news that Julio Jones tweaked his hamstring again in practice and got put on the IR. So, Julio Jones, I would say you're not going to have him for three weeks, but at this point, I don't even know if you want him on your your roster. He hasn't done nothing Uh, all year. No, and it's like at that point, you probably took him at a spot where Hopefully you've done enough to make your team, you know, playoff contention. But 
More than likely not if you drafted Julio. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's 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 no bueno for him. Yeah. Um, Big Ben missed the very exciting game Sunday between the Lions and the Steelers. That was my quarterback COVID pick. protocol. Um, and I had him and Tua sitting, so I had to go pick up somebody else completely. And the Lions did not lose, everybody. Did not lose. <laughs> they haven't won. Didn't win, <laughs> but didn't lose. That win's going to come against the Broncos. I just know <laughs> it. Uh, but the big injury news, other than Robert Woods, Aaron Jones sprained his MCL this Sunday. Uh, he's likely going to miss this week for sure, but possibly next week as well. One to two weeks is prognosis so far. So I could see it being longer side, get him healthy for playoffs. It could be they could decide to you know hold him out, but we'll 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 keep you updated on that one. Baker Mayfield left the game again with another injury. Um, that game was ugly. So, but yeah, I don't know what this means. You don't really want any of the pass catchers for Cleveland right now, though. So, I mean, just the running backs. Just running backs. <laughs> um, Dallas Goddard left the game with a concussion Sunday against the Broncos. I uh, don't know if he'll be back. It's kind of one to monitor. Yep. Uh, have you heard any news being an Eagles fan? Or no. Nope. Just concussion protocol. And, yeah, they just said timeline. They basically just said the same stuff needs to clear by Saturday. I think he will. Yeah, that just kind of worries me because, I mean, he's the only legit weapon outside of Devontae Smith. So. It showed on Sunday with yeah. him gone. It kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> Offense really didn't do much in the second half for the Eagles. but no. They didn't need to. Uh, Luckily. Yep. So. <laughs> just maintain possession for long enough to run some clock. Yeah. Miles Sanders is eligible to return this week. See what that entails. Jordan Howard finally got signed to the active roster, so he looked like the best back. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then Elijah Mitchell. This news broke today, but he had surgery on a finger. Uh, his status is unclear at this moment. Son of a bitch. So <laughs> we'll see if he misses any time or how much time. It's. Yeah, we'll just it's that it. finger. They come back somewhat quick sometimes, and sometimes. Yeah, kind of depends on what finger, and you know. Maybe it's the middle one. Maybe it's kind of one you need to hold the ball. Good grip. Probably. But yeah. Oh, I don't, dude. Is there any other news that I'm forgetting? I don't. Think I don't so. know. There's too I much that normally so. happens. The like after we record that it drives me insane. You know, I'm saying there'll probably be, I would say, two, three COVID positives that you're going to have to monitor. Um, yeah, they're, and speaking of Pittsburgh and Benz, they've already put Minka Fitzpatrick for the Steelers in the COVID protocol. And then on the other side of this week's game, the Chargers, they just put Joey Bosa and another D lineman into protocol. So. I don't know. It's, just just, like, it's like without Ben, like, and Ben has been terrible. Yeah. But Mason Rudolph is a whole nother level of terrible. It's actually kind of amazing. Like, I was shocked and I was kind of disappointed. I really want, I thought Big Ben was going to have a big game. Yeah, no. And yeah, COVID. Yeah. So 
we'll break down that game a little bit later. That's the Sunday night, possibly. I don't know if this is they can start flexing games at this point, but that one may not last. So, Sunday night's game? Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. But for now, we will get into our waivers. This gets interesting. Yes, because it's just, it's just interesting. Um, if you've listened to our show, then there should be no reason that uh, A.J. Dillon is on waivers as it is. Yep. But by the chance that he is. It's 50% of leagues. Like, he's available in. That is insane to me. Um, if you have your waiver priority, I would blow it. Oh, yeah. If you have fab, I would spend it. Um, I think it it turns into a situation like last year happened when he got banged up as they started playing both Jamal Williams and and Aaron, Aaron Jones, and they both just took off. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, if Aaron Jones does miss more than the two weeks, and A.J. Dillon's going to be a guy that's going to – help you win leagues and get into playoffs and do a lot of things so uh as a guy that's been struggling with a running back position all year in our main league i was very happy to finally get a chance to to use aj Dillon. so yep. but other than that the running backs available uh the one that will probably looks the best out of the tennessee backfield is deontay foreman um he's rostered in 1.7% of ESPN leagues. But, yeah, he's looked the best. But that's not saying much. Yeah. Let me just put that out there. Like, I'm not saying, oh, yeah, this is a smash one. Because, yeah. It's, it's kind of like the Eagles situation's been the last few weeks. It's a mesh of three different backs. And you don't know who to trust. Oh, some more news. Le'Veon Bell was cut today. Oh, he was cut by the Ravens. So, yeah, there's that. Because that's another team that did that running back by committee, and you just can't trust any of them. No, they suck. Uh, But, yeah, so Deontay Foreman, I mean, he averaged less than three yards a carry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Granted, Saints defense good, but he had two catches. Those are kind of where he got a lot of his fantasy points. But... I don't. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know if I can trust him at all. Um, I, I, I mean, you know, it's one of those where I think you're starting to pick some of these guys up, and if you have the roster space, yeah. and you're just gonna hold and see who can take control of the job, maybe. But I don't know if there's much out there to hope that you can plug in right away. For sure. Um, any interest in Wayne Gallman? from the Atlanta Falcons. Cordero Patterson got banged up. Um, don't know if he's going to play, especially being a short week. Mike Davis could be out there in some of them. I, I think I would take him over Gallman. Gallman got 15 carries. Did he? Yes. Sunday, so. Uh, oh, yeah, to only four carries for. Oh, jeez. Mike That's... Davis is not. I don't, but the, I don't know if you trust him this week playing New England on a short week. That's just kind of like where you're at. It's like if you don't have many running back options and you need a start, say you have maybe Daryl Henderson or Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, yeah. then you know, then you may need someone like this. But <clears throat> it's another one of those things. Don't necessarily expect a whole lot. No. 
as we've seen, Thursday night games are ugly. But that probably means that the Falcons are going to blow out the Patriots. (laughs) Anything and everything can happen. I'm guessing Kyle Pitts will have a majority of that one if it happens. (laughs) Uh, Probably not. But we just got a big week from Ramondre Stevenson. Um, He, I mean, he was someone I tried to trade for to play this week. But my expectation was this week, because I think if Damian Harris is back, then he kind of just takes a backseat. I don't, I don't necessarily want him. I mean, I, I would start him if I'm in a deep league and need a flex spot. But that was just risky. Those Patriots running backs, they just use all of them. And- that's the thing. That's exactly what you got to hit on. Is it's the Patriots and. Like, if Damon Harris comes back, there's no way he's getting 20 carries. Probably not even half of that, honestly. So, But like, they're also a team that seems to run, like, in the past, they kind of ran with the hot hands when they come around. I don't know, because then they'll randomly get J.J. Taylor the ball and Brandon Bolton. So, I just, uh, I, I like Ramondre. <laughs> I want him on the team, on my bench. But I don't never. Okay. So I would pick him up, but I don't think I could play him this week. Uh, I don't really want to ever talk about any of the Houston running backs, so I'm just going to skip over them. We'll go ahead and uh, if Elijah Mitchell does miss time, there's Jamichael Hasty or Jeff Wilson Jr. um, Which Jeff Wilson had ten carries. Yeah, two point eight. Uh, That's not good. 28 yards off of him, but... But, I mean, that was the Rams' defense, and... They're going against Jacksonville. Yeah, so... But, Jermichael Hasty, what did he do last night? Nothing. One carry for two yards. That was Arizona. Oh, that was Arizona. (laughs) Never mind, then. He did nothing. Oh, it's because he was ruled out with an ankle injury. Uh Oh. So, he could be back. There's so many running backs, though, that you could sit there and, you know, Sermon, does he come out of the, the closet finally? Never. Never? Never. Kyle Shanahan won't let him. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan keeps him locked up, gives him one saltine cracker a day, and, uh, yeah, no, don't don't say that name. <laughs> Man, Shanahan don't, better never show up around Derek and Hugo. Don't say that name, okay? They're going to have some bones to pick. Don't. <laughs> We don't say Tracer okay. around here, okay? All right. Any other running backs you want to talk about? Uh, if he's out there, if people haven't picked him up, Jordan Howard, I'd kind of keep an eye on that situation. You think even if Sanders comes back, he will still have a role? I think he'll still have a role. I think it'll be a. I think it's going to be a goal line role. Mm. I think he'll be. Uh, They'll do what Sanders, and then he'll come in later in the drives, and you know, I it could change to. I think I could almost see it like uh, the Eagles had uh, Howard and Legarrette Blunt back in like seventeen when we went to the Super Bowl. They rotated those guys so much; they were both they were all like really good. So I could see that too. Yeah. We're going to stick with running. I hope it's worked out. I think our coach learned his lesson. You never know. Um, uh, you never know. You never know. I hope he did. And we should be a running team now. 
Yeah, but and running backs other than that. But he might hate Miles Sanders for some reason. He might. There's part of me that thinks that. He might. He might. <laughs> I'm going to move on to receivers, though, because it's ugly over there. <laughs> it's ugly everywhere this late in the season. Brian Edwards for the Raiders. Uh, he had a pretty big game. Only three catches, I believe. Yeah, three catches, but for 88 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he's a risky play. Yeah, only four targets yeah, on so, it, too. And that was a game that the Raiders were losing heavily. Yep. Um. But, yeah, I don't... It's probably the best option. Uh, I've, I've been liking Rashad Bateman. If you've been needing to really take a chance on someone, I think he's a good one. He looks good. I just haven't seen enough fantasy production yet to where I would be comfortable starting him. I mean, if you add a touchdown to any of his last three weeks, I mean, it's a game that you're okay with. Yeah, uh, I mean... In a PPR non in a not at a PPR league, I'm fine with playing him. Fan- fantasy Twitter is is has an obsession with him. I've seen people have dynasty rankings where he's a top ten dynasty receiver oh, that wow. they're saying. Uh yeah. I, I mean I like him and the one nice thing is every game he's played, he's gotten targets. He's yeah. gotten looks. Eight the last two, six the other two. Yeah, and but uh. It's tough, but I I like I think I like that one over, like Edwards or something. I can see it, but I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. All right. Yeah. Uh, The New Orleans receivers; those are always (laughs) fun, but not really. Yeah, I I don't think you could trust them. There's at least an art receiver one. I don't know if there's like another. Uh league that I should probably look at and see what other receivers might be available in a lot of leagues but there's Corey Davis is out there Elijah 30% Moore, same team he got yep. the touchdown uh, DeAndre Carter he got the touchdown this last week but he's the, like the third string guy I don't even know okay this is ugly that's all I gotta say Receivers are ugly right now. Galladay's out there if you want to go take a chance on Mr. Hamstring. He, he's still out there? He's in 40% of leagues. Which isn't necessarily the worst thing, but... AJ Green's out there, but he's dealing with a concussion. Yeah, it's it's not a very... Yeah, it's not pretty. So... What about uh, Kendrick Bourne? He had a pretty big game. This last week, mm-hmm. but once again, are you willing to start him? No, because I was just looking at his full stats, and it's just so up and down. Yeah, and he—he's got four games of over ten. And if they get a lead on Atlanta, they're not. then they're going to run the ball a lot. Yep. <clears throat> you still got the crazy dart throw with Donovan Peoples Jones, but sometimes that just does not work out at all. Um, Jamal Agnew, they're they're getting him the ball. Um, he's just, I mean, he had three rushes for seventy nine yards in the touchdown. I was about to say, just so. no catches out of five targets. It's, I mean, he's a big play waiting to happen. That's what everybody. I've started to see him getting picked up in like a lot of dynasty. Yeah, people going grabbing him. Uh, Darius yeah. Tony. 
Is he still out there? He shouldn't be raw. He should be sixty percent of league's availability. That's that's crazy. I think it's just because they've been so kind of up and down. and Yeah, but he should be rostered in pretty much all leagues. Um, T.Y. Hilton, I want no part of. I, I, we're just going to move on. I don't want to talk yeah. about them anymore. Chenault's out there in 50%. We're going to move on. I don't want to talk about them anymore. <laughs> Someone from Jagsville that I do want to talk about, and he should be rostered, is Dan Arnold at the tight end position. He's getting targeted pretty heavily yeah so uh the last three weeks 10 7 7 so that's a lot, it's a lot of targets for a Let tight it. end so <laughs> you know especially if in your ppr league he's he's gonna get you points he's not gonna goose you or you know do anything like that mm-hmm. so like dan arnold tyler conklin conklin he just it, had a big game he's like the opposite of dan arnold though he's uh he finished Three catches for eleven yards and two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. So he's, he's a red zone guy. Yeah, he's he's the guy that could get you a you know fifteen to twenty point week, but he could also get you a complete a complete one point five game yeah. that happened. So ugh, I don't know about that. Uh, Logan Thomas. We've been saying I yeah, I just can't see. trust when this motherfucker's coming back. Exactly. Like. So, either Logan Thomas or Ricky Seals-Jones, possibly, but... Yeah. Even that one, I don't know what did... I don't know if I saw Seals-Jones' stats from last week. I don't know. So, we don't have to talk about tight ends that much. Yeah, I don't think there's much to talk about with those guys. There's not. Uh, No, I did finally... uh, my boy Dawson Knox, he's he's looking a little funky, but they did play the Jets, right? So makes sense not getting used. Yeah, that game was pretty much all Stephon Diggs. So, all right, we'll go to our streaming though, and get into our streaming quarterbacks and defenses. We will start with the quarterback <coughs> position uh, in one of the leagues. I'm taking the risk. And I'm picking up Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Yes, sir. Carolina Panthers are taking on. Why can't I find this game? Washington. Washington, one of the worst Taking defenses. on Ron Rivera. Chase Young tore his ACL, unfortunately. That's um, but, yeah, that, so that hurts their defense a little bit more. Cam got two touchdowns in his return to Go action. Go figure. So, and... All day, you're saying Matt Rule's already given, gonna give him the first team reps all week. So, sounds like he's gonna get the start. Yeah. And until he starts throwing the ball, he doesn't. He might not get need some to. ducks. Okay. Some uh, quackers go quack quack quack. You gotta throw it uh, ten feet to Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> or run the ball. That's all you gotta do, Cam. I need him to throw it to DJ Moore. That's not going to happen. I know. Now I've my stock in him is trash. All hope on that one. But yeah, Cam Newton, I think, is a good start this week. Mike and uh, boy Mac Jones. You're liking Mac? Playing against Atlanta. He had his best game as a pro last week. I just, I don't know. Just, I feel like he's one his of His best game meaning what, rating wise? Because he only had 198 yards. Yeah, but that's Mac Jones. Three for TDs. You. Three TDs, 
had like four incompletions. So I don't know. But that's the thing for me. Is like I think Mac Jones is a good quarterback right now, but he's not a good fantasy quarterback. He's a safe bet. He's a he's gonna prevent you from getting one point from your quarterback. Yeah, but it's also like he's not gonna get you a big week. His best game so far has been twenty two points. Yeah. So, I mean he's a he's just a safe option. Yeah. Um, um but yeah, I'm not I'm I I'm it's okay. It's an okay pick. But what a, I mean, I think you have a better chance with like a if you want an explosion game like a Tua Do going it. against the Jets Definitely. if he can play this week. Don't get me started on that one. The guy's not healthy enough to start, but he's healthy enough to be the backup and yeah, come in. I know. Get out of here. <laughs> Trust me. All right. Right. Get out of here. If you guys are trying not to hurt him so he can get traded in the offseason, get out of here. But, yeah, I, I like two a lot. Not a whole lot this week. Honestly. No, but I think Cam's one of them. Like you said, I think he'll be able to get you a big week, possibly rushing the ball. Yeah, because Baker's just too beat up for me to go <coughs> with him against Detroit. Uh, I don't know how many leagues Tannehill's rostered in, but he's a possible possible good one there. Other than that, I don't know. I don't necessarily want to go with the Heineke route. What about a Jimmy G over Jacksonville? Jimmy with G the running is back issue. Interesting, but at the same time, we saw Carson Wentz last week play against Jacksonville and score five points. Yeah, so, he didn't need to do anything, so. Exactly, and as we've seen with San Francisco over the years, they managed to plug and play at running back. So, Jimmy G's an option. I don't know if he's a great option. I think Cam and two are the best options. Yeah. Derek Carr possibly as well, but I'm gonna go with yeah, Cam and two. Cam and two of those ones we're gonna we're gonna offer up to you. Offer up. <laughs> Defensive streams of the week. Well, since this is my uh, specialty. Okay. Since you know Calm down. Picked the Eagles last week. Calm calm it down. <laughs> Calm it down. Calm down. Okay, I'm okay. calm down. Okay. Now go. Well, holy shit. There's actually a few teams out there. You've got Dolphins playing the Jets. Tennessee playing Houston. 49ers playing Jacksonville. Those are all like three top ones and all rostered in very little amount of leagues. Baltimore at Chicago is another one you could throw out there. Baltimore's probably picked up. Uh, I don't know. Been, their defense has been disappointing. And then I don't know how many leagues they're actually in, but if Ben doesn't clear the protocol, the Chargers as well become an interesting one. Chargers are rostered in 4% of leagues. 4%? Okay. Yeah. So I think Chargers are an interesting one. If Big Ben's out. Big caveat. So, Big Ben's got to be out. Because Mason Rudolph, how do you have a job? I, it's, it's, yeah, it's just baffling. 
He's just, he's there to, he's going to get a player suspended. They're probably waiting for them to play Cleveland so that he can go after Miles Garrett again, get his head taken off again. And yeah, you know, it's all just a, a big, long plan. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we got nothing else for waivers. We're going to move on to our segment of the day. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, we're going to talk about. We're going to look a little bit into our crystal ball, look into the future. We're going to look at people next year in the drafts who are going to rise and guys that are going to fall compared to this year's, you know, where they were getting drafted at. And then, you know, we're going to try and try and give you guys a little, a little look into the future. I was about to say, it's a little inside of what we think the second half's going to look like. Yeah, because, I mean, there's already some guys that are have drastically improved their uh, draft position. I agree. So I'll go ahead and kick it off with a wide receiver. Also a running back, apparently, because <laughs> this guy has done it all. He's managed to stay healthy, and it has just been absolutely spectacular this year. So Debo Samuel. Oh, I was like, listed as a running back. I was kind of confused. Did you think I was going Cordero? Well, no, I knew you weren't because I was like, he just got hurt. So he still could go higher, but yeah, Cordero was go or not Cordero. Now you got me all fluff- sorry. You got me flustered. Right? Uh, you had me get trying to think of who it was. He has been kind of uh, turn. He was he was drafted late in pretty much all. Yeah. All leagues, I think the highest that I see here in half-point PPRs, he was the number 36 wide receiver drafted. Wow. So. Uh, he, he definitely has increased his. Yeah, he will not be behind Brandon Ayuk going into next year's drafts. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. I think a lot of leagues, there was all three of the Pittsburgh Steelers receivers going ahead of him. Oh, and yeah. So it's like Debo is definitely a guy that's. I'm looking at going in the top three, probably top three rounds. Oh, top three. Okay, yeah, top three rounds. I thought you were saying top three oh, wide no. receiver overall. No, because like not even because like I want like the other guy we'd bring up is Cooper Cup, yeah. and he's drastically improved it. And those are two guys where I still next year don't see him being in the top ten drafted wide receivers probably definitely be in the top 10 you think i think so somebody's just going in i think you know you'll still have adams tyreek metcalf possibly i think for me i'd probably go cup over metcalf but there will definitely be receivers that like jamar chase Will be another one. That's Jamar Chase going to go high, skyrocket. High yep. Yeah. So, who do you got? Who do I got? Yeah, and riser or a faller, either one. Riser or a faller. We've got a faller. Okay, here we go. Julio Jones, he's going to tank. Oh man! And crater. And I don't even know if he can come back next year. He might not even be drafted. He'll be drafted. But where is the question? This year he was drafted. I think most people were taking him. I think it was a top twenty receiver, if we if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, he was around kind of like where people late third, early fourth rounds, kind of. Yeah, 
So. And I think people are gonna <laughs> realize he's not his old shell of himself. And I mean, I I say that he shouldn't be drafted. He might be drafted earlier because of the name. Someone's gonna. You know you're going to get to rounds 8, 9, 10, and someone's going to be like, ooh, It's a name. There, yeah. Uh, that's obviously already a fall for four-plus rounds. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, he's 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 not going to have that same same draft value that he's had his whole career going into next year. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see. Who knows? It may end up being a value. We'll figure it out, though. But he's had one good game all year. Yeah, it's, even minus injuries. So. It's been a rack of a shell compared to what we. I hope with God we didn't bet any like chairs or oh, anything over that. I think we did. We I did something. Have to go and, and we did something for sure. I'm gonna fuck you guys up. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I don't know. Because I want to say this guy's gonna fall. But at the same time, I don't know if he will. Kind of piggybacking off of last week, Hugo was talking about one of his biggest disappointments. And that was Saquon Barkley. Yeah. I don't know exactly how far he could fall. That's I, the problem. For I me. agree. Because he was going middle first mm-hmm. this year. But, like, it's like, even if. With that, I don't see him. He he's definitely gonna still be a top two round pick. I think he, and I think it's more of what people, I think, think he can do. Yeah, it's not necessarily because he can prove. I don't know if he'll necessarily prove anything this rest of the year that's gonna make him a first, like stay as a first round pick. But if, I think people are gonna do it because, if he comes back and he's. Averaging double-digit fantasy points for the rest of the season, then he might not fall as much. Mm-hmm. But if he comes back and either re-injures himself or just looks kind of mediocre, he's gonna fall into that second round, and he's gonna be probably one of the guys we talk about most next year going into draft season. Yeah, of what to do with him? So. He's an interesting one. His fall is not going to be drastic, but it's going to be a fall from where he's accustomed to being drafted. Because mm-hmm. I even think in his rookie year he was a top, he was a first round pick. So oh yeah, this will be the first year he won't be a first round pick. That's crazy. People taking shots on him with an injury, and I think that just yeah, yeah. regret. So yep, I've got. A riser. A riser, okay. A riser. Jonathan Taylor. <clears throat> he's going to be... He's got to be a top three pick. Yeah, I mean... Uh, definitely seen a lot of discussions on that. Where would you feel comfortable taking him hypothetically next year? Would you take him over Christian McCaffrey? I think I would. You think you would? I think I would. I think I've started to sour a little bit on McCaffrey. Like, he shows what he can do, but I'm a little concerned about his durability. He's gotten a couple banged up the last year, a couple years. Makes it hard to depend on him in Taylor's second-year guy. Yeah, I think I would still take McCaffrey. Toting the rock. 
McCaffrey would still be number one for me just because he's the most versatile. Yeah. He, I mean, 10 catches this past week. Um, I think it depends on the type of league a little bit with those guys. I think, you know, if you go standard league, I think. Yeah. I think I could convince myself more often to do that in a non. In a PPR, half PPR, I think. I think my issue still is I want to see Jonathan Taylor not playing a cupcake schedule. Well, that's not going to happen. I know, but it's like I feel like a lot of his yardage this year, his best games have been against the worst teams in the league. And it's like, granted, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, he's not had like a huge blow up game against a great, a good to great yeah. defense. So. He hasn't had like a yeah, like 200 I, plus yard game against a... I need to do more research into it. I started yeah. it a little bit, but like some of his games this year against, you know, the better teams, it's like 51 yards, 60 something yards. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just want to see if he does, because the Colts are winning games and they could have a potentially difficult schedule next year because of that. Yeah. What's going to happen, but... Well, in some of those games, like, you know, there was a game where Wentz threw the ball 55 times, 60 mm-hmm. times. You're not going to have many rushes there. Yeah. So, I mean, I Christian McCaffrey's the only one I think I was for sure would say I would take over Jonathan Taylor next year. I think it goes – I think I would go Derek Henry, Taylor, and then McCaffrey. Those would be my three top ones. That one is going to be interesting, to say the least. Um, man, I don't... I've got a good one for you. Odell Beckham. Don't, don't even say it. Don't say it. What? I, you, I was just down on him this year. And He's going to go down even further. We don't even know what team he'll be on. Exactly. So, is he not? Uh, did he? Why did he sign a one-year or eight-game contract then with the? <laughs> yeah, I believe so. Rams one, or one some year, shit. Four million dollar deal. Um, see, I don't see him going to a team where he's the number one guy, no, no matter what he does. He will never be an. Well, I can't say never because there's teams out there with terrible receiving cores, but he won't go to them. No, he's he not won't. going to a team. He's going to try to win and. I don't think, truthfully, ever since he got hurt in New York, he's been nothing compared to what he was those first three years. Yeah, and I don't, like, I don't know if it was just, like, the respect factor that Eli commanded, but he needs to go to a quarterback like that. That's not, obviously, him and Baker didn't work. Mm -hmm. I don't know Stafford 100% like his personality, but he doesn't seem like the type of guy to, like, really have that intense leadership where things are you know need to be perfect or whatever he needs to go to one of these guys i don't know kind of it's similar to like how ab is right now with tom brady yeah where he's not gonna act out because it's tom brady it's yeah so uh yeah but i don't know where that's gonna be and even right now at this point in their careers i would take 30 something year old ab over Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, yeah. any day. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's... Uh... Odell's dropping deep. And I think, if anything, it's... 
people are going to be drafting on his name. That's it. He's going to be a guy that people reach on way too many times. That's for sure. Uh, I'm going to say Riser just because he's definitely going to rise. I think he could potentially hit that first round or round range next year. And that is going to be DeAndre Swift. Um, you know, he's been not as great in terms of carries, but he got it going this week. But he's just got that receiving work. PPR leaks, he's he's pretty. Even non-PPR, he's still able yeah, to. he's been pretty consistent for the most part. And, you know, they have a couple first-round picks. Hopefully he can sure up the line, maybe add a receiver mm-hmm. to give him a little bit more help, open things up more. So Yeah. Get a quarterback in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the big one. And Mason Rudolph was almost the best quarterback in that game on <laughs> Sunday, and that's pretty awful to say. So I like that. I think I think where you get hurt is maybe people look at it. You know, it's the Lions type deal, but I I would agree with that. Yeah, the interesting ones. I don't know if I want to say, necessarily call them fallers because I don't know what's going to happen with them, but I just want to bring up the discussion. J.K. Dobbins, the Cam Akers, you know, these running backs who are injured and not playing. It's going to be interesting to see where they go next year. And, you know, I think Cam Akers is going to be more of a question mark just because this mm-hmm. is an Achilles. And we've rarely seen running backs come back from that, like, super strong. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. I think, well, his was, I mean, he's going to have a full year. Yeah. Like, that's no doubt. So, I mean, it helps it's, out that way. Because he went down, was it, it was like June or July. I think it was actually earlier. So, yeah, he's going to have more than a year so, time, yeah. which helps out. I think JK's going to have just about a year time. So, that'll help out with that. I, I don't really see them, like, doing much. I think they'll be kind of drafted where they would have. I think if anyone gets hurt, it's going to be Cam Hakers. He's going to drop a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because he was projected. He always got hurt before draft season, but he was predicted to go early second. Yeah. So. JK was going, I think, late second, early third, like, kind of sitting around there. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to wrap up this segment because, you know, going a little long on time, but... uh. <laughs> Another names I'll bring up, definitely risers will be, I mean, he can't raise it too much, but Najee Harris, mm-hmm. Javante Williams will both rise, especially if Melvin Gordon's gone. Yep. Uh, anybody else you want to bring up? <laughs> um, we already brought him up. Jerry, or, uh, Jamar Chase is going to be a huge riser. I think in turn, T. Higgins going to fall. He hasn't had a very good year. Um, I think Devontae Smith, he's going to be a riser. Yeah, usually the second-year guys definitely get a boost in theirs, you know, just because of expectations and mm-hmm. all that. So, Kind of how Jefferson went from, I don't even know where, but he was second-round guy mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into pick em for the week. I still have like a seven-game lead or something over you, I think. So oh, got to get some work done. I have a seven-game lead on you in our fantasy league, so... <laughs> that's sad, because that's only ten, and I think you probably do. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. I just want to make sure. Week... Nope, that's 2019. What, week 10? Week 11 by weeks. Uh, 
Um, it is the Rams and um, just Rams and Broncos. Yep. Yep. Rams Only and two. Uh, Rams are a big one because you'll be missing Stafford, Henderson, Cup, possibly Higby, possibly Higby. Broncos, you're going to be missing the two running backs. No offense, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. They haven't really been doing much, but and the quarterback we who shall not be named. <laughs> and I'd say the Rams defense. Yeah. So. All right, we'll get into it. Thursday night, we will have the at nope New England Patriots going into Atlanta. Dome game to play the Falcons. I think we're both going to take New England here, yep. even though I don't know if I should just because the NFL has been so wacky the last couple of weeks. Good luck to anyone betting on these games. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. I'll get into it in the bus segment, but. We'll, we'll go from there. All right. Indy at Buffalo. Ooh. Taking Buffalo. See, this game, I'll be interested. I want to see what John. No, this is a good I one that exactly like you were saying. can do against Buffalo. Yeah. I'm going with Indy. All right. Yeah. Baltimore at Chicago. We're getting late into it, so this is kind of one of those games, especially in places like Chicago and Green Bay. Check the weather, uh, you know, especially if high winds and stuff like that. I will go with Baltimore, though. I've got Baltimore. Bounce back. Detroit at Cleveland. Oof, these are the two. Oof, oof. These are the two only two teams in NFL history to go winless in a season. So. Um, is this a good news for Detroit? Is this bad news? I think Chubb will be back, so I'm going with Cleveland. I've got Detroit. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. No, I I wanted to do it too, but I just I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Houston at Tennessee, Tennessee. Tennessee. Green mm-hmm. Bay at Minnesota. I'm gonna take Green Bay. I'm taking Green Bay as well. Miami at New York to play the Jets. Don't know yet. I think uh, Zach Wilson could return this week, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. But either way, I'm going Miami. Miami as well. Their safeties looked great on Thursday night. I don't know if you saw that game. but uh, I did not. I, but... I was impressed. But There was a rookie. I forget his name, but he, he looked really great. Um, New Orleans at Philadelphia. There's a lot of silence here. I'm Philly. I've got to stick with my team. I'm going to go New Orleans. So they're pointing out. So the Eagles' losses. So we're, we're, def- we're, we're owned for at home. We're 4-2 and two on the road. Oh. So <laughs> we've got to win a fucking home game at some point, right? You would think. Like, we'll, we'll have to see, though. I think playing Simeon's going to be kind of the beneficiary of that yeah that's the only reason i thought about this one if it was Jameis, i probably would have for sure went new orleans but yeah washington at carolina to take on cam newton oh god this one's gross i don't want to pick this one i've got to go carolina because both teams are off coming off of upsets yeah huge upsets washington just losing Losing that Chase Young is such a big deflator on that side. They lost him early in that game and still managed to beat Tampa Bay. Yeah, but that's... I'm going Carolina at home. I'll take the home team. 
San Francisco at Jacksonville. Taking San Francisco. This is one that Jacksonville somehow pulls off, but I'm taking San Fran. No, they got their one, and that was Buffalo. Okay, they're not getting another one. They're not getting another? Stupid Jaguars. (laughs) Cincinnati at Las Vegas. I think the slide continues. I'm going Cincinnati. I agree with Cincy. Very interesting matchup. Potential fireworks. Dallas at Kansas City. I'm going to take Dallas. I agree with that. I think they have the better defense. Arizona at Seattle. Uh, I believe Kyler should be back for this game. But Russell's coming back finally. He looked rusty. He looked dead. Uh, I'm going to go Arizona here. I'm going to go Seattle. I don't blame you. Pittsburgh at L.A. to play the Chargers. I expect this to be a home game for Pittsburgh in L.A., but (laughs) we'll see. Who do you got? Uh, I don't want to answer. I've got the Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to go Chargers. <laughs> Monday night, New York Giants at Tampa Bay to play the Bucks. Taking Tampa. Yeah. They were doing some kind of shit today talking about Tom Brady and how him struggling in November is a good thing for his teams. I don't know. No, it's a good thing. is him 20 years ago selling his soul to the devil. <laughs> Sixth round little pudgy guy. And now he's the best quarterback of all time with a supermodel wife. Don't tell me that's a coincidence. Well, and he it's keeps not. getting younger. He yes. keeps getting more in shape and he's getting... And he's getting funnier. I don't... <laughs> Damn you, Tom. Damn. What if he leaves Tampa and comes to Denver and gets a Super Bowl here? Then I will love him. Okay. Yeah, just yeah, had to ask. Just, yeah, I'm no, just curious. For sure. There's no... How weird would that be to have a team... Have someone do that, you know... Two teams that just constantly were Broncos nemesis with Colts and New England. I mean, it could happen in 2028, Uh, but we'll see. All right, we're going to get to the busts and starts of the week. Uh, We'll go ahead and we'll do this by position this week. By position? Let's let's do a quarterback bust for you and a quarterback start for you. And then, well, you know, we'll go down the, the line here. All righty. Quarterback, do you want to start it out? You can go ahead and start this bad boy. All right. Uh, I've already mentioned it before, but my quarterback start of the week is going to be Ryan Tannehill. Um, I just believe he's going to you know, do enough against Houston to put up at least 18 fantasy points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my quarterback bust for the week is going to be I'm going to go ahead and go with Justin Herbert interesting he's already had a rough couple weeks I could see it continuing if if he's not in that group I'm going to start with my bust Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins going to have a rough one with those Green Bay Packers okay it's at home it is at home Still think he's going to have a tough week. I though. do. All right. I do. Russell Wilson had a tough week. And then, 
my start is going to be Russell Wilson. Got to start him. All right. We just said he had a rough week, but you're going with a start against a pretty tough Arizona. I think he's got a rebound. Like, he had a rough week. I think it was kind of just a combination of a lot of, you know, not practicing or playing with your team. Mm-hmm. You get a game under your belt. I think it's it's bound to come out. I was going to try and ignore, but I can't ignore practicing. Practicing? <laughs> well, uh, All right. We'll go to running backs. I can never talk. So. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> Uh, my running back sit of the week. Had a big week last week, but I'm going to go ahead and sit Antonio Gibson against Carolina. I sat last last week. My sit, sit was James Conner, and he did terrible, but he got a touchdown. So it was <laughs> off or not. So uh, I think Carolina's run defense is that good. So Antonio Gibson is my sit of the week. My start of the week is going to be I will go if he plays I'm going to say Damian Harris alrighty alrighty my sit Kansas City running backs don't touch them don't touch them this week don't touch them don't touch them not any of them they're going to be down. They're going to be passing just like Dallas. It's going to be a fireworks show all day. You don't think they're like Daryl Williams got involved heavily in the passing game this past week. You don't think he can? They're going to. I think the Dallas has the, what's his name, the rookie. Mike Parsons. Yeah, I think he'll have a better day covering than uh, those guys from Vegas. I don't yeah. necessarily know who they have at linebacker, but not good. Not good. And then my start. Oh, God, that's disgusting. I'm going with <laughs> A.J. Dillon's my start. You've got to start him this week. Okay. that's a... He's my must start. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. My sit of the week, uh, he's been a fantasy darling this year, but he could have been talked about in the risers because he definitely will rise. But I'm going to go with Michael Pittman this week as a sit. Uh, going against Buffalo and my start of the week. I'm going to go ahead and say T. Higgins. A uh, guy you talked about is a potential drop, but I'll say T. Higgins will be my start of the week going against the Raiders. I might make sure he's in my lineup then. All right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Sit. 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 And you're not going to want to. Scary Uh-oh. Terry. Scary Terry going against Carolina. I think that's a, yeah. I'm going to sit Mr. McLaurin this week. Do you also sit DJ Moore on the other side? I don't, I, you know, like, the we talked about it. You've There's part of me that wants to. I'm going to ride and die with that man. He's part of my team name. He's staying in. <laughs> All right, we're going. With we're the... feeding Zeke more. Okay. <laughs> and then my start is going to be Mike Williams for the Chargers. That one, he's been terrible recently. But I know. Giving him that confidence, huh? I think he's he's coming back around. You know, we'll see. All right, I'm liking it. I alluded it. Alluded it. Alluded. alluded. To it earlier. Eulogized. 
Uh, you can't really sit this guy, but I'm I'm expecting the worst from Kyle Pitts this week. Uh, you know they've already they're already without Calvin Ridley. Cordero Patterson probably won't play. Oh, Uncle Bill Belichick <laughs> is gonna freaking focus on stopping Kyle Pitts. So you you're saying he's gonna be like triple covered? I maybe quad. I wouldn't doubt it. Who you're gonna cover? Freaking the Russell Gage the beast that is Kyle Pitts or Russell Gage or Zolomitis? Tajon Sharp? No, you are not. You're gonna cover Kyle Pitts. I'm not looking forward to this Thursday game. So, uh, yeah, Kyle Pitts is going to be my sit. I, I'm i very, like, contemplating picking up Dan Arnold for the week. You're really, you know, saying that, though, like, when you realize how many people are gone for them. Yeah, yeah. I could see it being a rough week. And my start will be... Um... I want to almost say Ferkser. For who? For Tennessee, but I'm not going to go Ferkser. I'm not going to, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I will go ahead and say, do I have to say one? You don't have to. I've got my start. Uh, I will say, I'm going to go ahead and say Cole Komet. Is your your start? Yep. Oh, excuse me. Excuse I can see that. All right. My start, I'll start with mine. Okay. Mr. Schultz. Dalton Schultz for Dallas. I thought about going with that one. Yeah. And I chose to take a little harder road. I like that one. And then I'm just going to, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm hating on Washington. Whatever their whoever their tight end is, Logan Thomas, Ricky Seals, not touching. Okay, so so far we've said sit Antonio Gibson, sit Terry McLaurin, <laughs> sit their tight end. So if you're listening to us, maybe not. Just act like Washington's on a bye week. Apparently, uh, so yeah. Yeah, that's that's ugly. That is ugly. All right. Well. And Carolina's, I mean, are they that good of a team that they should, that everybody should be sat for them? They're a good run defense, for sure. I think they're still top three in the league, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. That game might be ugly. We'll see. Yeah, I could see it being ugly. Little heated exchanges going between some Cam Newton, Ron Rivera, threw the Superman on him. I'm back. I want him to get taunting penalties playing against Washington. Who will see? We shall see. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up this episode? Expect the unexpected each and every week. Right. Like it's, it's one of the great and awful things about the NFL. Yeah. It's like legitimately, as we've seen, any team can be any team. Like Even ones that you think are unstoppable. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, like, oh, hey, Buffalo might be the Super Bowl favorite. In uh, comes Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, yeah you so. know, Baltimore. Oh, look, cool. Nope. We're going to get slaughtered by Miami. 
Tampa Bay lost to Washington. The Rams have lost two in a row. I don't think there's one of the top teams that hasn't really lost to someone that's just been like, sorry. I mean, Green Bay might be the only one. Yeah. I think they might be the only one that doesn't have some dumbass loss on their... Because they lost to Kansas City, but that's because Rodgers was out. But yeah, so like... Nope. Well, yeah, New Orleans isn't a dumb one. They got blown out by New Orleans. That but... one, it looks dumb because New Orleans kind of, you know, put them on board and then they did New Orleans things. and Yeah, so one of these teams that just at the top is going to get just beat this week. I don't know who it's going to be, but <laughs> ready to find out. I am ready to find out. I can't be hurt by the Broncos this week, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> Maybe it's going to be New England getting taken out. It very well could be. Uh, Not many complaints there, probably. Especially because Chris Collinsworth, who everyone already hates to begin with, like tweeted out and he was like, this will be my fifth year calling a Super or fifth time calling a Super Bowl. The last four times have all been Patriots. So Um, it's like. Why even? I hate that man. Yeah. Oh, uh, but we're going to get out of here because I don't want to talk about the Patriots anymore. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Bill Belichick. Anything else you guys say before we... Just look out for those COVID lists here coming up. Yeah. Uh, expect the next two days to be riddled with news that we did not cover. Yep. <laughs> we just want to apologize in advance. Uh, I don't. I don't have foresight. No. I wish I could see into the future. I would be undefeated in all my leagues i would be amazing i'd probably be a millionaire at this point yeah no i wouldn't probably i would be because i could play dfs and just i'd be multiple millionaire billionaire i don't want to i want to get to like 1.9 that way i can't be a multi-millionaire just a millionaire (laughs) just constantly spending money exactly so you don't go multi-millionaire exactly i like it all right we're gonna be out of here Love you guys. See you next week. Peace out.